well, what's my word for 28 years old? And one of the first words that came up that felt right was honesty. I want to just make a pledge to be honest on this platform, honest within this podcast, within this space and the messages that I deliver, honest in my work as my ethics as a leader. Hi, and welcome to the Girl Who Can podcast. I'm so, so happy you're here. It's time for you to remember that you are the girl who is valuable, inspiring, and deserves to live in the confidence that is uniquely yours. Because my friend, you are the girl who can, but we're also not a place that expects or promises perfection because striving and hustling for the perfect looking life, one, doesn't exist, and two, will rob you of who you were created to be. So stick around and let me remind you of how to be the girl who can with who you already are. In this podcast, we have conversations that inspire you to be productive, stay rooted in purpose, but also learn how to embrace the imperfection that is just part of the journey and remember that you're not alone in that. So hi, I'm Arissa, registered dietitian by trade, but most importantly, your friend, and I've made it my mission to live and share with you the importance of working hard, but also resting well. So I invite you to be the girl who shows up for herself as we get into today's episode. Hey friends, welcome back to the podcast. Happy September. We are officially in September, which is so crazy. And just for the fact that the the year has gone by and September is actually my birthday month. So this episode is going to be a bit of a special one. Um, my birthday is actually on September 11th and it was crazy kind of growing up. Obviously you guys know what day September 11th is and what happened back in 2001, but I was in first grade when that happened and I was young and so I didn't really understand what was going on. All I really thought about the fact was that it was my birthday and, you know, as I've grown older, I've learned to just have so much respect for, you know, the victims and the heroes that were involved in 9-11. And when I was growing up, you know, in my teenage or preteen years, I would tell people that um, my birthday was September 11th and I would usually get the response, that sucks. But the thing with your birthday being September 11th is that people don't forget it. So, um, I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, but it is what it is. That's when I was born. It is this upcoming Sunday. If you're listening to this episode, the day it does come out. So it's this upcoming Sunday and I'm actually going to fly back to California, visit some family. We Tyler and myself have a wedding and my family were going to attend back in California and On my actual birthday on September 11th, Tyler and I are going to check out our wedding venue in person for the first time together. Um, That's the joy about, you know, planning a wedding from a different state. He has not seen the venue in person. So we're going to do that finally and also take our engagement photos and just have some quality family time. You know, it's been a while since we've been back in California. I will say we both love Texas, but we do know that California is always going to be home and our family's there and family's important. So we're, we're really excited to kind of just catch up and recharge, refuel our cup 
up um, with some quality family time. And this episode is a special episode because it is actually going to be all about myself, (laughs) which sounds selfish when I say that, but it really is just an opportunity for you guys to get to know me and a reflection of this past year, some things that I've learned, some kind of moments that maybe I'm not so proud of and what I've learned and how I want to continue to grow. And yeah, just kind of like sit down, have a chat um, about this past year and that I'm turning 28. I don't know if I said that, but 28. Yes. So I haven't decided yet if that, if I feel like that's still young or old to me. I mean, Tyler's 31. So he's like, you're young, but 20, 20 is a good age. I mean, I feel like it's a good happy medium, you know, like I, yeah, I don't know. As you get older, your birthdays are less exciting. You know, like when you were, I don't know, 10, 11, 12, even like turning 20, 21, it was like a event or a situation that you actually have to plan something around. I don't know, like your parents would plan a party. Yeah. When you get older, not so much. You are so content just making, this is just for me, but I'm so content if I just make myself a nice, um, homemade pasta, glass of wine, some friends over dinner party that I am fully content with that. If that's what we did. Turning 28, crazy to think about Tyler and I's anniversary, like our dating anniversary is actually on my birthday, September 11th. We went, we were dating for, I don't know, a month or and a half, month month or two. And we went to Disneyland for my birthday as our first kind of trip together. And we took a day trip there and yeah, we, he asked me to be his girlfriend. Now, um, I don't know if that was a good or bad thing on his part because (laughs) my love language is not gifts, but I mean, he does the gifts and anniversary gift, you know, he did that to himself. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) But just crazy reflecting on this past year of what has just happened in my life. And I just feel so beyond grateful and blessed. And when I close my eyes and just actually think about what has come out of 27 is insane. And I'm so proud of myself. And I, and I don't say that in a boastful way. It's just, I feel so grateful for the opportunities that God has put in front of me and blessed to what I've been able to experience. I moved to a different state. I moved from California to Texas and, um, I'm in my first house and I got engaged and I, Tyler and I were traveled a bit. We went to Iceland and New York and a couple other places I launched this podcast. I created this space that was very scary for me to do. And here I am talking about it full circle. My older sister, she's two years older than me. She got married to the love of her life. So that was an exciting moment to be a part of and and witness. I changed jobs, not changed jobs. I'm still a dietitian um, and that's what I do but just changed companies. I'm fully remote now. I completed my master's degree in public health. I got baptized at my church in California and I just feel so blessed. I mean, those are the highlight moments, but there were definitely some lows, you know, in between there. Um, But honestly, the low moments are what led to those highs. I wouldn't have been able to appreciate the high moments if it weren't for the lows. And so for those of you who might be listening that might feel like you are not experiencing these, these big moments or these highlights, they're coming. And maybe there are also, you, you might also be going through them right now. You might also be experiencing a highlight, but 
Um, it might be right under our nose sometimes of what I've realized. Some of these things of transitioning to a new state or starting a podcast, um, completing my master's, like those were embedded in those things were low moments where through those things, I was like, well, I don't know how I'm going to deal with this transition. I don't know if launching a podcast like this is scary. I'm busy and all these different things, but I just had to throw my hands up and surrender and say, whatever you have for this project, it's your will, God. And it, it can turn into a highlight, you know, if you let it, um, if you kind of throw up your hands and, and just surrender it, surrender the, the path to our creator. So in this episode, I am going to pretend like I'm a guest on my own podcast. <laughs> so I don't have anybody to interview me, but the first question I ask every single guest on this show is what is something you do that makes you feel like the girl who can? So when I was thinking about this question, the first thing that came to mind is how I move my body, meaning engaging in some sort of physical activity and specifically indoor cycling. I used to be an indoor cycling instructor and I loved it. If you guys have never done indoor cycling, I don't know what you're doing, but indoor cycling just makes me feel so strong and powerful. I'm a very gentle human being from what I've been told from just like literally my entire life. Like people say my voice is gentle, the way I act is gentle. And cycling just allows me to kind of just move away from that. Not that I'm like banging my head on the bike, but I just get so into the music, into the beat. And it's like an experience. It, it, it's an, yeah, I can't explain it. Just go try it. Go sign up for your next indoor cycling class. But it's not for everybody. You have to enjoy the movement that, um, I say this to my clients all the time. You have to find something that you enjoy. Someone could say the exact same thing about running. I freaking hate running. You will never catch me running on a treadmill outside. It's a no for me, dog. Absolutely not. I just, yeah, that's all I got to say. And coupled with indoor cycling is strength training, like lifting, living. I can't, I can't talk. Lifting (laughs) heavy, lifting heavier weights. Again, I think it's because I've just been told like I'm gentle and indoor cycling and move my body with strength training and lifting heavier weights just allows me to kind of tap into this um, strength side mentally and physically that I can show and feel. Um, And it just feels really good. It feels really good to move my body and take care of it and to keep it healthy at the end of the day. Another question I have for myself as this guest on the podcast, um, is a fun memory. So what's a fun memory I have over the past year? It would be going to Iceland with Tyler. Specifically, we went, um, on a couple excursions and one of them being visiting a waterfall. I was going to attempt to say the name of the waterfall. I, I Googled it because I couldn't remember. And there's no way I'm getting this right. I'm looking at the name right now and I don't even know if I should try. It's Salantisfoss. See, it just, it, you can't even spell that. Like if I were to say it again. Anyways, if you just Google waterfall in Iceland, it's the first one that pops up and it is beautiful. It is probably on your desktop as a screensaver or it, you've seen it before. And we were on this ex- excursion. We didn't see it during the day, unfortunately, but we visited it at night because it was like on the end of this um, tour we were on. 
but it was so magical viewing this at night. We were able to walk behind the waterfall. We literally had like 15 minutes as a stop for this waterfall and we just went full send and went walked behind the waterfall it felt like such a surreal moment that really is only experienced in movies like nothing that you can take a picture of that really will capture the moment but it was just so special to experience that together and it was just one of those moments where you like can't say anything you have to stay still and just experience the moment and the noises and just stay in awe of what you're seeing of God's creation. And so that was a fun moment that I got to experience. And I'm just a travel junkie too. And I feel like I used to go on more trips, but obviously with COVID, like not something that we could do for a while. And so that was a way to kind of just, yeah, kind of feel back to normal with the whole little travel, um, travel bug I got going on. Biggest oops over the past year as a 27 year old. This story is a whole nother podcast episode and I learned so much through it, but I'll kind of briefly touch on it. So about two years ago, I got involved in an e-commerce venture side hustle business that I wanted to start. Um, and long story short, it ended up just failing and flopping. Um, and I say failing, even though there was a lot of lessons learned, but at the end of the day, it did fail. Like it didn't see itself through. I spent a lot of money on this project. Um, I realized through it that I was going into it with the wrong intentions of just wanting quick income versus actually recognizing what my gifts are as a human to then put into a project that's actually going to provide value not only to others, but myself and feel kind of fulfilled that I am using my God-given talents and gifts to for, for a good purpose. Um, and so with that, I spent a lot of money on just this inventory product that I thought I could sell. I knew nothing about it. I had no interest in it. Again, just bad intentions of going into it, of wanting to have a side hustle and nothing wrong with that. You know, nothing wrong with people who sell random things, um, you know, as an e-commerce business. But I am somebody who would like to provide value for somebody and whether it be through um, my talents or gifts or service, something like that. That's just who I am. And I didn't realize that in the moment or what when I was doing this. And essentially, it was just a mountain that God wasn't asking me to climb. And I was climbing for a while. Uh, and when I got to the top, it was kind of like a cliff. And I just, I it was, yeah. So I remember just being... I think it was like probably December time um, of this past year where I was just at such a low in the process of all this to the point of literally being on my knees. I remember being in my room back in California and just like being on my knees, praying, crying, because I was just so embarrassed. I was so embarrassed. I was out all of this money. I felt defeated. I didn't know where to go next. It was it was embarrassing to explain the situation to uh, my parents. Obviously, Tyler supported me through the project of like, no, hey, you can do this, you know, and um, never, he always provided me just the comfort of his words and, and time for me to um, 
you know, go through these things. But I had all the anyways. So I, it flopped because it was issues with inventory um, of this product. And I tried to go to like farmers markets locally, just I even not locally. I was traveling to try and just get rid of this product to try and get some of my money back. My poor, <laughs> my poor boy, boyfriend, now fiance at the time, and my parents and my sister, I just am so grateful for them because they really spoke life into me. And I, I really feel like I can get emotional about it, but like they spoke life into me when I feel like I was just embarrassed and I was at a low and they reminded me that like I, I was brave enough to try this and that in itself is something I'm very grateful for. It was a big, big oops and a big lesson learned, but I feel like I, I'm at a good place now where I learned so much through it. And like my parents and Tyler and my sister have said, like I was brave enough to try and they have been super supportive of really helping me still, um, sell that inventory that I have. And to this day, literally to this day, I'm still trying (laughs) to get through that inventory, but it's just kind of funny now, you know, it is what it is. And it's an, an oops that I'm still, still navigating through in terms of just trying to like go through the inventory, but yes. So that's a little snippet of a big story for another time. Anyways, moving on. So biggest realization, um, biggest realization throughout this past year as a 27 year old would be protecting what goes into my heart because an overflow of my heart is what my mouth will speak, especially, you know, starting this podcast. I'm just very self-aware and I think it's important for me to stay self-aware because that's how I can then be intentional in my relationship with Tyler, my family, and my friends. So when I started this podcast, and obviously I'm speaking to you, whoever you are on the other side of this microphone, but it's important for me to take inventory of what I was consuming whether it be through social media, through the music I'm listening to, friends, conversations, movies, all of those things I feel we don't put enough emphasis on, but can have a huge impact if we compromise on it too much. Like I'm very, somebody big on just values and just like, if I'm listening to ratchet music on the daily. Yes, I I will say that like I'm a fan of Drake when I'm doing a, a workout, like I need the intense music, but if I'm very self-aware of how often I do those things or how often I do allow it into my heart because if I make little compromises constantly, then that's going to like the lyrics that are in some of those those songs can affect my relationship or how I view certain things and a lot of, or even just on social media, who I'm following, what I'm allowing to influence me. So as you guys know, and I've said on multiple episodes that I take breaks from social media weekly. Um, and so every Monday or Tuesday, I specifically, usually Mondays, usually Monday, I will be off social media just to fast for it, fast from it and make sure I am not having it 
as an idol in my life because I have been in um, seasons of life where I do feel like I am putting too much of a priority on it and it is causing a lot of like overwhelm, even burnout or comparison um, in my life. So if I am here like talking about these things, I have to be actively participating in, in, you know, what advice or the words that come out of my mouth on this podcast. So just biggest realization is protecting of what goes into my heart. Um, because that's what I was going to come out of my mouth and talk to you guys about and everybody around me. And next is biggest relationship lesson or just a relationship lesson I have learned over, uh, this past year, 27. And I would say it would be be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to anger. That is actually a Bible verse. And honestly, Tyler taught me this, how to act in this way, because I feel like I can be a bit snappy sometimes. And he is always very quick to listen and let me talk it out. And even if it's something that I'm talking through that he did that frustrates me, He is always, always, always so quick to just pause and listen and understand me fully before he speaks. And even if he needs to kind of take the time to like retract um, for a couple minutes or maybe a couple hours to kind of gather his thoughts and then come back and either apologize or talk through it or whatever it might be. But there is never any animosity brought into that conversation from him. And I appreciate that from him, but it is something that I also need to learn myself because I can be somebody who sometimes just wants to provide solutions for the situation in maybe a conflict or something where talking through, or maybe he's venting about, um, and I can be somebody who wants to provide the solutions when the per maybe he's not even asking for it, <laughs> but he has shown me that being a ear, being open to listen first is sometimes just what somebody needs and providing that space to not only, not just give an opinion all the time, but to take time to kind of process through things if you need to. So then there isn't, emotion, a lot of emotion brought into it is important, is something that I am learning. And it's a continued process when it comes to relationships of um, learning about each other. So that's my takeaway. Next is work lesson over this past year. So I would say this is something that I learned recently um, and mainly because the new company that I'm at, I have a great leader um, above me who reminds us all that we are still human at the end of the day. It's okay to have bad days and show up as you are. Not saying that that means just give 10% when you feel a little unmotivated, but people respect you for how you really are as a human and treating them with the care and respect as well. That is what a leader is. Being a leader is in the act, is in the realm of taking care of people and leading other people. Yes, it's about skills and processes, but it's also about how you interact and lead a team. And so if you're burnt out, tell somebody, tell your superior, don't try and run yourself into the ground. Know the difference between using your talents and gifts for good um, and knowing your potential with them to maybe build something bigger, bring up a new idea or create a new 
space or a project or even position for yourself. But there's a difference between that and just doing something half effort that you don't even enjoy anymore. So again, taking inventory of why you're burnt out. Is it because your gifts are being utilized in the wrong ways or is it that your gifts aren't even being used at all? And um, it's always going to be a journey when it comes to work. Uh, and even if it is doesn't take a year to get to your dream job or two or five, you know, it's always going to be a journey and that's okay. But looking for the little opportunities um, along the way, but understanding it's okay to have bad days because you're human, but um, yeah, just show up as you are and know who you are right now is enough because that is a premise of this podcast. You are the girl who can with exactly who you are right now. Moving on, health reflection over this past year. Honestly, as a dietitian, a lot of people think I don't struggle with this either. And I'm just like, I eat clean all the time or I work out five days a week and drink all my water, whatever my the stereotypes might be. Okay, you guys, again, my last point, I am human too. Like <laughs> I am not perfect and there is not like a perfect diet. The best diet is one that you can stick to. I always, I mean, I will say, I generally, I generally eat pretty healthy. I enjoy eating whole foods. I enjoy cooking at home. I would say 90 to 95% of the time I am cooking at home. My meals, my snacks, um, I enjoy grocery shopping. I mean, it's just a part of the routine that I enjoy. And honestly, I do it for how it makes me feel. I don't enjoy feeling bloated. I don't enjoy feeling overstuffed with certain foods. And I'm not saying I restrict any foods. I enjoy all foods. I am not gluten-free, sugar-free, carb-free. Like that is just nonsense to me. But I will say um, over like the past couple of months, I have just kind of dialed it in just a little bit more. I've lost 10 pounds. I just feel a little more comfortable at this current weight than I am at. And as a dietitian, you might ask me, how'd you do that? What's the best way to do that? Um, And everybody is different. I will start with that. And I will say prior to losing this 10 pounds, I was somebody who used to work out five days a week. Obviously, like I said, I eat at home. And so there wasn't really any issue with like, I, my nutrition in terms of the quality of foods. I enjoyed my routine, but I realized my body was just telling me to pump the brakes a little bit. I was ha- waking up in a lot of neck pain, back pain. Just listening to your body is really going to be the most important key to uh, your health journey. So how I lost the 10 pounds, I actually reduced the amount of workouts I was doing. Um, I work out three, I work out four times a week. Now they, I lowered the amount of weight I was lifting in terms of my strength training. So I'm not lifting as heavier weights. I'm actually lifting lighter weights and focusing on more muscle mind connection, being again, more intentional with what I am lifting. I'm not pushing myself to wake up at 5am and crank out a gym workout. It is currently 7pm when I'm recording this and I'm going to go work out right after. I have found that working out in the middle of the day or near the end of the day is best for me. I feel like I have the food in my body to help get me through and push myself through the workout. Um, I've actually prioritized walking a lot more. So I try to get in, I don't know, between 7,000 and 10,000 steps a day. And honestly, this isn't like a magic number, 10,000 steps. 
I honestly prioritize walking because it helps with my stress management more. Morning walks or midday walks, it just helps clear my head. And I have experienced a lot of benefits from that in regards to my stress levels. I have increased my water. I generally drank around 80... No, I don't know. I didn't really track it. But I drink about a gallon of water um, a day now. That's actually really, really helped my skin as well. I prioritize stretching. And honestly, in terms of my workouts, like nothing fancy. If you uh, are familiar with what compound movements are, that is a majority of what my workouts include. I don't have like a gym membership. The house that I'm at, they, we have like a little rec center that does have like dumbbells um, and, and a few machines. So that's what I go to. And biggest driver of fat loss is going to be calorie deficit. So um, that is going to be the main driver of how you will lose weight coming from a dietitian. So along with all those supplemental things that I just mentioned, I also put myself in a calorie deficit to get myself to this weight that I'm currently at. But that is a little bit of my health journey over um, 27 years old, (laughs) and I am happy and healthy and confident in my body, and I'm grateful to move my body and grateful to kind of like nourish it with, with the right foods. And so next is spiritual reflection over the past year. I have made it to, I have made it a point um, in my spiritual journey to try and love the people that are hard to love. And not that I was not, it was hard for me to love people in the past, but I do, through that story that I previously told you about that e-commerce business, I felt like my heart, my heart was a little hardened because it was, I was in part of like an e-commerce group and there was a lot of people that were, there was a lot of people that were killing it. You know, their e-commerce businesses were taking off and it was hard for me to celebrate them. And through that, my heart got hardened and I became jealous and there was just a lot of qualities that were coming out that I didn't realize were there. And so I have made it a point, um, I'd say over the past like six months or so of 27 years old to just love beyond my limits, you know, stretch beyond what is comfortable, um, loving not when it's not easy. And that could be friends, that can be family, that could be the person at the grocery store who is rude to you, that can be the person who cuts you off, you know, loving when it's not easy, loving the people that are hard to love because God puts me in places to be an extension of his love. You know, every spot you are in, whether it's the grocery store, the library, or the gym, you are placed there for a reason to be an extension of his love. And again, like I said, I've always been empathetic, but um, just, you know, over the past six months, I've really wanted to be a listener, more of a listener for people. I have struggled with interrupting people in the past, specifically Tyler, he has told me that I interrupt. And so that's something I'm trying to work on and just really show and pour out love to other people. Next is my dream for 28 years old. And obviously the first one is getting married. So just to have a happy and secure marriage that is healthy and also just fun and spontaneous. Um, Yeah. And also another dream uh, or goal, I guess you could say, thing that I want to do 
uh, while I'm 20 is just serve more locally here in my community where I'm at. Obviously, I moved to a different state, and so just get really, get plugged in um, securely with a church here uh, and serving more intentionally to really just get connected in my local spot where I'm at. Obviously, I have this podcast to reach many people and in a form, yes, that is a bit of like serving using my gifts, but um, just it's important for me to be in person somewhere and actually make connections. So that's something on my list. And next is using my money well. So this is something that I continuously this is something new and really something I, I feel like I need to work on is I just want to better budget my money and really more so just learn more how to steward it well in a way that is godly, not selfish, but also provides security and abundance to me, my future family to do whatever God's will for my life is and my money to whether that's giving or building something um, you know, well, whatever that might entail. So, um, that's kind of where I'm at on that. And the last question I have for myself on this episode, this birthday episode is, well, what's my word for 28 years old? And one of the first words that came up that felt right was honesty. I want to just make a pledge to be honest on this platform, honest within this podcast, within this space and the messages that I deliver, honest in my work as my ethics as a leader, honest in my relationship with my family and Tyler, which means staying loyal, and honest in my friendships, which means staying intentional with whoever that might be. And lastly, just honest with myself and continuing to put action steps in order to do that, whether that's my walking outside to help with my stress management if I need a little break, if that's spending more time in prayer to listen to God and how, because God God is the most honest person that I have in my life. So um, I need to hear from him and stay in prayer so then I can remain honest with myself. And honest with how my body's feeling, if that means I need to take a break or maybe push a little um, and more intense at the gym, you know, just always continuing to stay open to the process. And that involves staying honest. And that was the last question. And that was 27 years old. I wish I had a little soundboard and there can be like a little applause effect I can add in here, but I'm not that fancy yet. Maybe one day I will be the girl who can have fancy podcast equipment in a fancy podcast room. But that was 27 years old. I appreciate every single one of you guys listening. If you are a returning listener, you just learned a lot about me. And I always appreciate you showing up for yourself at the end of the day to listen to these episodes and be the girl who can. If you were a new friend listening to the podcast today, you learned a lot about me and who your podcast host is, as always, come and connect with me on social media at the girl who can podcast or my personal Instagram at Arissa Lujano. I will link both of those down below in the show notes. And if you can please leave a podcast review, if you were listening to this and enjoyed it, 
specifically on Apple Podcast. A written review helps me out so much. I love reading through them, hearing your feedback, and it helps the growth of the show. And that could be a a birthday gift, you know, if you would like to help a sister out. (laughs) But all right, you guys, you have a great rest of your week. Hope you have a safe weekend and we will chat next Wednesday. Bye.